0: good afternoon everybody so I'd like to begin today's reflection with a quote from C.S. Lewis from his very famous book mere Christianity and it's a quote that I read when I first entered the seminary one that has stuck with me all of these years For me it is a certain sense essential at least for myself of understanding why I believe, why I am a Christian and Catholic. C.S. Lewis says, reality, in fact, is usually something you could not have guessed. That is one of the reasons I believe Christianity. It is a religion you could not have guessed. If it offered us just the kind of universe we'd always expected, I should feel we were making it up. But in fact, it is not the sort of thing anyone would have made up. It is just that queer twist about it that real things have. What is he trying to say? C.S. Lewis knew a lot about literature and myths and epics. And there are certain themes, archetypes, that run through all of them. And while we could recognize that Christianity shared a lot of the same themes, tropes, and archetypes, there was always something different. There was something unique, in fact, we could say unexpected or ironic about the Christian message that set it apart. We could focus on the things that are the same, and people try to, and discredit Christianity, but for me, it's always been that little thing that's different, that's unexpected, that makes me believe that Christianity is real, that the message is important for us that Christ is our Savior. And I think today's celebration of Christ's triumphant entry into Jerusalem is a perfect example of that. And so you can study the numerous myths and epics. There is a trope there when the king enters his city, usually after claiming a big victory in battle, to be crowned as king, And to claim his throne. But what do we see here? We see the exact inverse. Christ is the king who enters the city not after doing battle, but in fact to do battle, not with earthly foes, but with death, evil, and the evil one. And unlike the normal stories, where the king emerges victorious, the, the slain bodies of his enemies lying at his feet, here Jesus goes into battle and is defeated. He loses, he fails, or so it seems. And during this battle, he will be crowned as king, but not with a crown of gold, but instead a crown of thorns. And he will claim his throne, not a crown throne of marble with inlaid mosaics but instead the throne of the cross not one in the city but actually one that lays outside of the city walls but what's unexpected or what the divine irony here is and through this defeat jesus is victorious through his defeat jesus is victorious and this is how taking all of these archetypes we see in myth and epic and literature, flipped on end. That queerness, that strangeness, that difference that gives it credibility. That it's not just something that came up in someone's imagination and was repeated after so many other pagan myths and stories had. C.S. Lewis, besides talking about this, also wrote an essay dealing with Christ and myth. And he said, the heart of Christianity is a myth, which is also a fact. And so for C.S. Lewis, all of the different myths that Christians and the hero myth that Christ seems to fall into all lead up to Jesus. And Jesus takes all of those themes and actually lives them out. He fulfills them in history, but in a way that we wouldn't expect, a way that we can tell this comes from God and not from the human imagination or an archetype that is derived from the human subconscious, particularly the myth of the dying God that we focus on over the course of the coming week. C.S. Lewis says the old myth of the dying God, without ceasing to be a myth, comes down from the heaven of legend and imagination to the earth of history. It happens in a particular date, in a particular place, followed by definable historical consequences. Unlike all these other pagan myths that take place in some time immemorial, with individuals and creatures that we know never existed in history. The Christian myth is different because it's the narrative world we talked about a few weeks ago. It's the world of the divine. It's the world of myth that becomes history. And so in Holy Week, in these coming days, we enter into myth become history and to the narrative world, become fact Not the dying God who dies and never returns, but the dying God, the dying Son of God, who rises to new life, never to die again. Amen.